All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Presented by Botano, it's time for the Friday edition of Lease Morning Take Live on location once again at the Seagram's VO Whiskey Studio at Sponsorship X, Nick Alberga, Jay Rosso. Day two. Yeah. I'm feeling it. How you living? Good, man. Yeah. Took a little break last night, but uh, city's buzzing. Lots going on. I'm kind of excited for uh, for tonight, as I've said. I think this skills thing is going to be good, and then the big game tomorrow, so yeah. It's a big like character change for you. I won't lie. From last year, we talked about this yesterday, but uh, the excitement is palpable uh, from you. Like <laughs> you're you're fired up. There's a lot of people fired up by this skills competition. I'm heading down there tonight too. Maybe it's because we're here. It's Toronto, Maybe. but honestly, it's the it's that skills setup. It's just different. I, as soon as they announced it, I'm like, oh, that is a good idea. Like that. I think they're gonna. I think they nailed it, and I'm hoping it goes good. But uh, I just, you know, they throw ideas out all the time, seeing what sticks. And I just feel like this is a really good one. So I'm excited for tonight. Very excited. Uh, it, it has the feel like today's trade deadline for some reason. <laughs> Elias Lindholm got dealt the other day. Then we're waiting news right now as we do this show live of Sean Monahan going uh, to the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, by the way, Frank Cervalli is dropping by in about 30 minutes from now. So we'll talk about that. I want to talk about the trade market from the lease perspective because you look at Calgary. I mean, they're selling. Mm-hmm. Chris Tanner's name has been linked to this team for a while. I know. And every time I hear anything Tanev, it doesn't really relate it to the the Leafs. I so I hope it's one of those things where they just come up and snipe him at the end. But they need a defenseman. He's kind of the, the guy that's out there that, you know, would fit well that they're looking for, who could complement the Leafs back end where they need help. No question. But uh, yeah, like I said, every time I see his name, it's not connected to the Leafs. It's connected to someone else. So we'll see how it goes down. We got Frank coming up here soon. He's the guy to ask about anything related to trades. And I can't forget as well, we have a, a trade deadline special on March 8th. And you 
you had your infamous uh, wife swap quote last year with well, the Ritchie brothers being dealt for each other. So I could only wonder what we have in store for this season. It just made sense. I mean, you don't yeah. need to pack up your whole life. If you're brothers, you just kind of move into each other's spot there. It makes sense <laughs> to me. I don't know what happened behind the scenes, but <laughs> in my mind, that's the way to do it. I, it, it felt like Frank Saravalli, that was the first day he questioned. He's like, why do I work with these people, these delinquents? That's how he felt, I think. No, I disagree. He uh, yeah? he undercover gets it, man. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't put it out there on air, but he's a, he's a unit. Yeah, Frank totally gets it, that's for sure. Again, that's Jay Rosal. I'm Nick Alberga, live here from the uh, Seagram's VO Whiskey Studio, Sponsorship X. We got Adam Copeland from AEW, big, mm-hmm. uh, big time. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer coming up in about five minutes from now, too. So looking forward to talking to him. He was in the celebrity ball. Uh, hockey game yesterday. I was going to say, he was playing some street last night, yeah. so uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to go back and check in on that. I want to pick his brain about how that went, see what he's got. He's got mitts. What's he got? We're going to find out. I know he played hockey growing up. Obviously, comes from a physical background being a pro wrestler, but hmm. uh, Rosie, we have to start off the show discussing the festivities last night in the player draft. You're also excited for that. I know you couldn't wait for it. Ugh. <laughs> You see McKinnon be like, I don't know. Dude, that was fucking cringe. Might okay? have been cringe. Like, was that cringe? Maybe it wasn't. Felt like cringe. It's oh. like, uh, everyone's got a mic. No one's, like, everything that comes out of your mouth is amplified. There's not passing a mic around. And it's just kind of, it's hard, man. Those live shows, I can't imagine, yeah. you know, getting into media now and seeing how it works when you got all those moving parts, all those moving pieces, people everywhere, celebs, players. It's difficult, but. I mean, what else are you supposed to do? They did it once with the Kessel thing. That was obviously the big the big story of that night where Kessel gets picked last, but they had it on a stage. They did it a little differently on the ice this year. It was fine. I mean, you get the celebs going as the as the captains. Like, what else are you supposed to do? It is what it is. It's not scripted. These guys aren't media moguls. They don't yeah. they're they're hockey players. So you're everyone expects them to like carry the show, but it's like, what if they're not into that? What if that's not their their gig? So it is what it is. They they mix it up as good as they can and another heavy Leafs team, it looks like. Yeah, well, I was gonna say like, like, I don't want to criticize the league, obviously, because I work for the league and do work with the league. Um, but I will say this this weekend is for the fans and the kids, and I get that. But, like, you, you can't have a last pick. You're going to hurt a multimillionaire's feelings, so we have to fucking unveil envelopes for the last picks. Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If we're going to do this player draft, let's do it right. The other thing, too, it's a Tommy Sticks league, man. Like... We talked about this leading up, and you thought I made too much of it, but the Leafs did exactly what we expected. They got all their fucking crew together. Can you imagine a day where these guys are not playing together? Because I can't. They're going to cry. They're going to cry. I don't know what the deal is. It'd be nice to see them play against each other, see Matthews or Rob Marner out on the wall or something like that. But (laughs) no, they organize it, so they're all playing together. I don't know. Aren't they sick of each other? Wouldn't it be fun to play with a McKinnon or play with, you know, a Crosby or, uh, sorry, McDavid, see what's going on outside of the Leafs' land? But they're tight. Hey, I guess... It's all right. They like playing together. They want to keep their juju. Let them play in the Let, let me ask you this, and sorry to interrupt. So you've been in an NHL room. You've played for the Maple Leafs. Would guys actually care about that? Because I won't lie, like, like Marner looked like he cared a bit last night. Like, like he was, I don't want to start a controversy, but like, would guys Mitch? care about that? <laughs> Why? Because uh, he got because they picked Nylander in front of him? Yeah. No, but would they care about, like, let's say... T. Matthews is like, we're not going to take one of our guys. We're going to go with somebody else. Would, would a guy care about that? Would he give you heat for that? I would think he's got more important things going on in his life than right? that. But uh, I, th- I thought, I don't know. It's in Toronto. 
I'm sure they were just like, hey, see if you can get all you guys on one team. It's in yeah. Toronto. They're all on the same team. Lots of picture photo ops. And sure, they're probably like, I could care less. So I don't think it was a big tummy sticks thing where I have to play with my boys. But I would have liked to see these guys play with different guys, see what kind of cam they have out there. If, uh, you know, Mitch is dishing to McKinnon or something or dry saddle, that'd be cool. But, uh, you know, they're all going to be playing together and maybe they hook up a whole bunch and make some cool plays. And like you say, Media, Toronto, Leafs, all together, makes sense. The Vancouver guys did it too. I mean, the Colorado well, Buble, right? Yeah. I, Buble, that's another big story. I think our weekend MVP, Michael Buble, and our very own uh, Matt Larkin of Daily Faceoff asking the initial question about playing in the same fantasy league as Buble, and then Buble went on some tangent how he was on mushrooms, which I thought was great. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't bother me, man. No. Everyone else is on booze and pure poison. <laughs> same he's, shit, on, right? he's on a little something like that. Yeah. doesn't hurt anybody, man. Good yeah. for him. And I hope he owns it, too. doesn't backtrack and apologize. Apologize for what? But good on him for having the balls to say, yeah, I'm having fun out here. And you know, good Vancouver boy is uh, stacking up on Canucks, so that team looks cool too. And uh, you know, again with Toronto being here with the Leafs, blah blah. I'm as I'm talking, I'm like, oh, it makes sense. They were probably told, see if you can stack your guys yeah. up on one spot, which makes sense. And I don't know if Mitch was crying; he was picked last or not. But no, I don't think it matters. I'm sure, he's fine. Because sure uh, Mitch will be good. Yeah, he'll be good. I was texting with you. I said Morgan Riley was on one of our mutual favorite shows. It's not ours and uh, Overdrive, obviously. And uh, Morgan Riley was on and he was pretty much saying how uh, they were trying to find a way to get everybody together. But you can't, Mm. as a Leafs fan, as somebody who covers the Leafs, you can't help but just laugh at the fact that they prioritize speed and skill. They they have the smallest team in this fucking, I don't know. I, I'm that guy though. You know, you've worked with me for long enough. I'm that guy where it's like, man, let's, let's get Tom Wilson on the team. Like, let's do that. Let's do that. I don't think you're going to find a lot of muckers and grinders <laughs> at the All-Star game this year. So every team Have you watched Brady like Kachuk play hockey? Tom yeah. Wilson play hockey? Uh, those are unicorns, my man. Yeah. Well, maybe not Tom, but Brady is a unicorn. He's, my, he's one of my beast. favorites in the league. So good. But if, um, what was I going to say? If I was one of the other captains, I would have been the heel and started picking Leafs off and ruining it. Well, that's for, what I'm saying. Everybody was like... Everybody was trying to keep it kosher, and I get it, but like from a drama standpoint, I think it's good for a player draft. Like, what's a guy going to do? Be angry at you for the year because you didn't take him? Who cares? No. Like, I thought that'd been so cool if they start picking guys. Yeah, and I would I would have just wrecked their little plan by yeah, I know you would Marner onto my team or something like that if I was picking them. But it all went kosher. It's all for the the best part is that like Sidney Crosby wasn't even there. You see the video? He's like in Montana at an outdoor rink today. I know. What's with that? (laughs) It was weird. Rented an ODR and got some cameras set up to start ripping some drills all by himself. That's that's Sid, man, consummate. (laughs) So did he opt out of this or did he make it or no? So so if you tune in late to this thing, which I did uh, like Crosby was selected and some fucking little kid showed up and I'm like where's Crosby like is this a joke I thought he was still on the red carpet or something but I guess he just showed up late like he's gonna be here today and he's gonna play and team McKinnon unsurprisingly it's so crystal clear those guys want to play together from the same place selected him but they had a kid stand in for Sidney Crosby okay that makes sense. Yeah. That's weird Sid goes to Montana so far <laughs> away must have a little family trip booked and uh had to had to fill some obligations to the fam and then uh, yeah. cruise over late, which, hey, good for him. Whatever Sid does is probably the right thing to do because he does everything right. Very true. And again, as Toronto hosting this thing, I think it speaks volumes. Um, I mean, if, if it was somewhere else, not to throw shade somewhere else in another market, maybe Crosby doesn't come back from Montana. Maybe he just stays there. 
I don't know. I wonder if it matters to the guys. I know they like sunshine and, you know, you go to those markets like last year in Florida. It's nice to, uh, you know, get a little sun, get your shorts and the flip flops out. But coming up here yeah. is just kind of a different beast, right? You come to this big city and, you know, the buzz is palpable as we've, been, as we've been talking about. So that's also another big deal. You know, if you're a brand guy and you got your own sponsors, your own personal stuff, it would make sense for you to show up here just media wise to get your name out there and your brand out there. Plus a big buzz around here. I don't know. These guys' careers are short, no matter if you're a yeah. Hall of Fame or not man there's only so many opportunities if you're Ovechkin and you you know you opt out of one I get it maybe you got some groin stuff going on you want to heal up you want to head home and see your doctor that kind of stuff I get it but I think the days of you know opting out of the all-star game all in general just because you're not into it I think that's kind of going to wind down as these players and their brands become bigger and bigger yeah it's fair fair to say and uh, of course we're we're you know, looking at breaking news on social media today, too, that it's been speculated upon. I believe Commissioner Bettman's talking later on today about the Olympics and players returning to the Olympics. We have Frank Cervalli again coming up in about 20, 25 minutes, and we'll break that down. But we're not going to get an all-star game for a couple of years. Maybe that was the uh, the thought process, too. Maybe I'm overthinking this whole Toronto narrative where it's like this is the last all-star game for a while. Players realize that. Maybe. I don't know if they saw that coming or thinking that far ahead, but uh, that is exciting news. I think someone kind of dropped the ball early there and stole it from Gary from announcing it, but it sounds like that is something that will take place, which yeah. I think is wicked and exciting. I mean, how do you have the Olympics with hockey in it and you don't have NHLers? It's just, it's like, why? what are we doing then? What's the point? What does this mean? Yeah. So to get these guys back in, and I mean, there's so much. Think about the teams and the the agents and the leagues and the the insurance that's going on to you know and the money to to press pause on the NHL season for two weeks. I remember when I was playing the 2010 two week break. That was wild. I was just yeah. like, this is a two week break. I remember I took off, did some vacationing, and you know tried to find ice to stay on so you didn't feel like a complete slug coming back. But uh, that's a big deal, and a lot of logistics go into it. I think that was the problem, insurance wise, money, all that stuff. And if they've sorted that out and they can get those guys playing in the Olympics, that's that's fantastic news. If you me. As a Canadian, uh, I won't lie, I'm rather worried. The American squad is gaining yeah. ground quick and they uh, they're good. It ebbs and flows, man. Yeah. I mean, I went back through World Juniors, which just passed, and you're looking at the wins and the losses, and there's times where it looks like Canada will never lose again, and there's times where it looks like, what is going on? Are we are we losing it here? And it ebbs and flows, but right now, coming down the barrel, you know, the Americans are looking very solid. They have produced some wicked talent, and, you know, I think hats off to their their development team and their national teams that they have where, you know, played with lots of guys where they come off of that and they're not, they don't play junior, they play on the national team and it's, it's pretty badass and whatever they're doing is, is pumping out some really good hockey players and they are right there up with Canada. And I think we'll find out in the Olympics if they're, if they're neck and neck or if they've surpassed them recently. So uh, I'm looking forward to that, uh, that rivalry. And I believe they're also unveiling today. And uh, again, Frank Sarvalli is coming up um, a sort of world cup next year, some type of format. I think it might be, four teams, Boston and Montreal. And, and right away, people are going to start to make their teams. And you look at the least specifically, I think Morgan Rowley has a good shot. Uh, obviously Matthews, obviously Nylander. I think Marner's got a good shot. Like there, there's going to be a lot of Leafs content to cover. Yeah. You know, good. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. It's good for us. Yeah. No, it's awesome. No, as long as it's best on best, man, we haven't really seen that in the last little while. It's kind of, you know, logistically, they haven't been able to figure it out. I think insurance was a huge deal. Ownership, NHL, Batman making decisions, what's best for us. Everyone's looking out for their best interest, and that's reasonable. But, 
to go a long time without best on best is kind of a shame. And if they can get back to it and find a way to facilitate getting these countries together and seeing who's the best, it's nice to separate them and say, holy, look at Sweden these days. Look yeah. at the talent coming out of there. Look at the U.S. right now. Oh, my God. And who's the you know goaltenders traditionally coming out of Quebec, Canadians? Like, who's out there right yeah. now? Who's the hot guy? Who's the hot hand? And what country is pumping out the best product this decade? And it, it's fun to watch. So I'm glad we're getting back to it. It's exciting stuff. So some, a lot of good news broken out here this weekend. Lots of great news. And again, Frank Saravalli's coming up. I believe we're going to take a short break, come back with our guests here. Um, you know, lots cooking. It's a big buzz. Toronto All-Star Weekend. It's Nick Alberga, Jay Rosa, Lease Morning Take. Adam Copeland is coming up next in Mere Moments. My family. Back here on Lease Morning Take, Nick Alberga and Jay Rosal brought to you by DoorDash. It's time for the appetizer. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off, up to $10 in value and zero delivery fees in their first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app, enter code NATION25, that's code NATION25, uppercase, 25% off your first order with DoorDash as you bring in our first of two guests on today's podcast. The one and only, this is so big for me, I'm a huge wrestling fan. I feel like I'm at TLC right now. One, it's Adam Copeland. Hey. Finally here and in person. You're giddy, Nick. You're giddy. Oh, dude. This is like I was telling <laughs> friends and family, like I big wrestling guy. Big we had Jackie on yesterday. All I could talk about was the Royal Rumble, which yeah. you can't talk about as we know, but lots happening I mean, in the wrestling I could world. If I saw it. Yeah. I just didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you are a Hall of Famer. You are a Hall of Famer. But uh what's going on, man? Uh not much. I uh I was telling you guys during the break there, I just woke up. So I have morning voice. I have <laughs> I have my sexy morning voice. Yeah, raspy. Um, but I can't remember the last time I slept until eleven. So this trip already, I've got to to meet Brendan Shanahan. Ran into Willie last night and slept in until eleven a.m. Checking the boxes. Oh my god, that might be the biggest check right there. No kids to wake me up at six a.m. No dogs licking me in the face. <laughs> Wow. 11 a.m. Don't tell your wife that. She'll hang that over your head I, for I a know, long time. I know. I'll be up doing everything <laughs> from that point forward. Shit, so. what's, you, uh, what's it like being here? Oh, it's great, man. It's coming yeah. back home. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I reside in Asheville, North Carolina. Love <clears> it. Um, raising our kids there. But every time I come back here, like as soon as I land, it's just at home. Mm, and yeah. uh, so to come down here. All-Star weekend, you know, I think it was 25 years last time All-Star yeah. game was here. So it was like, Crazy. I got to get this weekend off and and come up here and, and enjoy this. How often do you get back home? Not as much as I'd like. Mm-hmm. Um, I, usually it wraps around a wrestling show. So um, this is nice that it doesn't revolve around that and it, it doesn't feel as rushed because of that, which is which is good. But probably five, six times a year. Yeah, not bad. Eh. Could yeah. be more. It could be more. Bump those numbers up. I could get them into double digits. You, you got jumped into a ball <laughs> hockey tournament, though? How's I that did. Going? How'd you do? Uh, I got a hat trick. Yeah, so, babe. you know, there's that. We've talked about this before. Like, you have a hockey background, right? Well, yeah, but yeah. it's one of those deals. Like, okay, we're playing a ball hockey game. <laughs> Celebrity ball hockey game. Just have fun. <laughs> Ghost. No. Within 10 <laughs> seconds. I'm like. The switch goes off. Oh, it just it went off. And I went, <laughs> I, I can't not try so i'm like rolling ankles and just but one shoe came off i kept playing just kicked it off scored it was barefoot any hits like, or what? You know, yeah I, I i don't know it's just that chip love it yeah i've been playing mini sticks lately in the basement with my kid they're at that age where i can't pick them up from school they won't even say hi they're like can we play mini sticks yep. and i'm like oh man and 
I get out there and they're the kid, coming, right? Broken ankles. My kid's always saying to me when he like walks, and I'm like, do you want me to start trying? Cause I will put you through that wall. <laughs> broken ankles. <laughs> Shit. That's good. You got out to do stuff. They got uh, any other plans for this uh, weekend? I'm sure uh, you got a gaggle of things. Uh, you know, we're, we're actually, I'm going to do like a deprivation tank. Are you? Yes. Sensory depth? I've, I've never done it before. Wicked. Hmm. So find me in a few hours and tell me <laughs> if anything's changed. We you should know. grab Buble and do some mushrooms oh. before you go do it. Dude, that was legendary <laughs> shit last night. I'm sorry. That was what pretty a beauty. That was epic. <laughs> it's, uh, man, it, what, what do you say to that? Like, yeah. you just got to laugh. It's great. Hey, you're a Leafs guy. Uh, what did you think of them doing the old tummy sticks thing and selecting each other, playing with each other on the same team again? Yeah, I'm like I'm making too much of it, right? <laughs> probably. I probably yeah. It, it just gets it's what I do. Off easy. It, it's the All Star game. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's it's kind of like um, I don't know. I, I don't go into an Avengers movie thinking I'm going to see an Oscar <laughs> contender. You know what I mean? Uh, it's supposed to be fun. Got a goalie in but, Toronto, Jake Ottinger, man. <laughs> Ottinger and uh, Shesterkin. Wow, That's we love Joey Wall on this podcast. Let's yeah. let's make that frank, but. Excited for him to come yeah. back. Yeah. No, it's neat. Yeah, what, uh, come back. what do you take from it? This year it seems a little yeah. bit different. They've done, I mean, we've had the NHL powers that be that put this thing together on the show and they're like, we're always open for suggestions. We can't do anything without getting, you know, some flack from this side or sure. that side. Is it too goofy? Is it too serious? Do the players care? Should we put some money up? And is that gross to give these guys money for yeah. this and back and forth? And, you know, Nick was there last year in Florida, little gimmicky. They're trying to yeah. sell it to the fans down there. Yeah. This year seems a little bit, a little bit different. Like they might get it right. I'm kind of excited for it. What's your take so far that you've been in town? Um, I'm glad I, I'm coming to this all-star game. You know, as opposed to like the one in Vegas where they were like out out, out in the, the fountain. I was there too. It was, yeah. 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 On the know. golf course shooting pucks and greens <laughs> yeah. and yeah. stuff. It's it. like, oh, God. And, and I get it. You're trying to sell it to uh, a larger audience, but that's not really, that's not the all-star weekend. That's, mm -hmm. you know, the all-star weekend is about the skills competition and it's about, you know, that's the sell. Yeah. That's what this sport is. Yeah. Not shooting pucks on a golf course. Yeah, you know? I agree. It's yeah. not, we uh, got away from it for a couple of years. I think. Yeah. But now it's like in Toronto, we were just talking about this has a different feel this year and maybe we're biased cause we're from here, but sure. it's like, it's a different feel to it. You know, like, cause I was in sunrise, I've been Vegas, Tampa, like unconventional markets. You come to this one, there's just a buzz in the air. It's weird. Yeah. Well, the whole city, yeah. right. It, it, like you can feel it yeah. on, on the streets. Like even uh, last night we're driving over and driver was like, the city's hopping hmm. and uh, it, the drivers always know before anybody else too, by the way, because they're, totally. they're out in it. Yeah. So, uh, and that's fun. That's yeah. super exciting. Like even just walking around last night and seeing all the jerseys and uh, all the memorabilia, um, you know, you, you go to a lot of cities in the States, you're not going to see that, True. you know? Um, so that's fun. When you wrestled here, was that, was that buzz? Did you did you feel that? I know you're from here, and there'd be extra, you know, incentive for the crowd to be big and energized um, when you're out there. But was it different? Did other did other wrestlers feel that too? Like, oh, baby, we're in this big smoking city right now. Yeah, you definitely know when you got a hot town. Mm -hmm. um, but like this type of experience, where it's like the entire city kind of becomes part of it, um, is, is really like a WrestleMania, mm. where everything is rolled into town, and it's it's the it's the Stanley Cup. It's the Super Bowl. It's the, you know, pick your analogy. Um, but you, there's always certain cities we go to where it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, Toronto, Chicago, um, Montreal is always good. Um, 
there's just certain cities you know are always going to be it's going to be a little bit different you talk about a big game player this guy and i want to translate it to the nhl like dude the pyro hits the music comes on i fucking heard your song the other day i was at the gym and your, your theme song came on i'm fucking like on this like you know what i mean like how do you chant like it's hilarious because i love punk too punk's my boy too every time his song comes on i go nuts like i just how do you like you channel yourself on the way to the ring because i you know i've seen so many of your matches the song plays and you're like Ah, yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I don't know if I do channel myself, honestly. I just, I throw it all out there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I want guy, Michael Hayes pulled me aside at one point and said, the more you throw at the audience, the more you'll get back. Right. And, uh, I've used that ever since and it worked. It's yeah. true. Do you get any say in, in wrestling, depending on what outfit you're in, like on this is kind of where I want this character to go. This is the um, song I want to come out to, or does that, do you get more of that as you climb the ladder? I, I, more of that comes as you climb. Yeah. I've always been really hands-on though, uh, probably to the point of annoying people, <laughs> you know, but like uh, even your gear, right? Like your gear is on it all. Yeah. I, I put the ideas down on paper and I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I draw them and then send them to my, you know, the, the, woman who makes my coats yeah. and uh the guy who makes my my in-ring gear and the t-shirts all of that stuff i'm really involved so correct me if i'm wrong the championship belt in the room is from you right you inspired yes. that right yes you sorry know, it took me a second yeah. like, uh it's early still yeah no worries it's not um yeah yeah so uh i i don't know i was just this was before you know bruce was doing it with the canucks and everything i I got the belt and then uh, held on to it until the next time I was up here. And the next time I was up here was for a show. And um, uh, Morgan had come, uh, his, his friend wanted to meet me. So brought him. And uh, then I said, Hey, here's uh here's his belt. He's like, Oh, it's awesome. It's like, no, it's, it's for you or for you guys, Yeah, you know, to do with whatever you want. But um, I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. so sick. Every yeah. game. Like you I can saw... tell, you can tell you look at there. You're like, Oh, cause they're, my kids that I coach yeah. have the yeah. WE belt. That's like uh, from Amazon or something. Yeah. But yeah. I look at that one. I'm like, someone made that yeah. thing and it is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I had that one made and um, yeah. So but I didn't know if it, what they'd use it for or if they needed to just, oh, Hey, it. if you want to frame it above, a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. 
That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The door, whatever it is. And uh, so when I saw what they were doing, I was like, man. The, like so the, sick. The five-year-old in me who was watching Lanny <laughs> yeah. uh, Breakaway is, is pretty sick. Like, man, it's just like so incredible. Obviously, you know, I, I, I grew up watching you. Like, have, could you ever have imagined like years ago, this is, this is where you would be. You're a Hall of Famer. Just doing your thing. Uh, no, no, I, I, I don't think, you know, uh, there was never a plan not to succeed. Um, I didn't let that filter in anywhere. Yeah. Um, but I didn't think, you know, what came back to from. Yeah. All, know, all that stuff. Crazy story, man. Like you know, no way I would have assumed any of that. There's no way I'd think that at 50 years old, I'd still be wrestling and on a Disney show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like it's, yeah. I don't know, man, you've accomplished so much and like you're the, like ultimate story of perseverance where I remember like what a decade ago you were done. You like, yep. you had the whole address, you were finished and then you somehow came back and like made this after story. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't even think about that too much because if I do, I'll go. Yeah. What, what, <laughs> I, I'm, I shouldn't be doing this probably. Like, <laughs> so we I, talked I, about I Jake Muzzin last year. Remember? Like, yeah. Yeah. And that's why whenever I hear things like that, it, it really, uh, you know, it's, it sticks with me because I, yeah. I know the emotional fallout too. It's, it's not just the, the physical aspect of it. It's what it does to your, your emotions when you can't do this thing that you've always wanted to do. Yeah. And you've only done that for your, like, think about a guy like Muslim when he started playing hockey, that's all he's done, mm -hmm. you know, and, totally. and father and, and all of those things don't get me wrong, but in terms uh, of a profession and that thing that you drive yourself toward, if you're a driven person and he has to be, if you make it to the NHL, you have to be a driven person. Um, that that's, that's a hard fallout for sure. So how <clears throat> physically, like the way I played the game was hard since I was a kid, since we started playing hit hockey. I mean, just get as fast as you can and come to a dead stop against the back wall, you know, the boards and it adds up. And as I'm, you know, you hit 30, 35, yeah. looking at 40, body's starting to, uh, and yeah. I always think, what about those wrestlers, man? Yeah. Like every <laughs> match is like a car crash. And then I look at you still doing it in your fifties. How do you keep? the body going how do you feel when you get out of bed your joints must just like what's your what's your routine to keep it going well i literally got out of bed and came here okay no uh i just equate it to to moving honestly yeah and and continuing to move and not letting those days where it's like oh god i don't want to do a thing well i'll get up and do something yeah you know even if it's not a full workout even if it's like i'll go do the sauna and the plunge and some self-care yeah i'll go stretch i'll you know do all of those things um that the the fact that now you have meal prep companies and it makes maintaining your diet so much easier um i don't know just stupid things i drink a gallon of water a day <laughs> yeah I, I i just that stuff but For i think sure. a lot of it is just mindset too just, just keep moving. Love it. Lastly, my final request. Um, I want to put you on the spot. Can you cut a promo? Look into that camera and cut a promo on the Leafs. On just, the, on the, not on. What them. do you want to cut it on? What do you think makes sense? I can't cut it on. You're them. quick on the spot, though. I know you are. Um, <laughs> the deadline. I don't know. The, the, the a promo of the deadline. <laughs> Jesus, I'm totally on, totally on the spot. spot. Sorry, totally. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I'll cut it toward the Montreal Canadiens. Le Habitant. That's cute. That's cute. The Canadiens with an E. Yeah. Also really cute. And don't even get into Maple Leafs. Okay. Don't give me that. 
you walk around here all of these years, the fan base of the Montreal Canadiens thinking you are better than everyone else, looking down your nose at everyone else. Well, we are the Toronto Maple Leafs and we are going to beat your ass. <laughs> That's how we end it, man. Thank you so much. My man, Adam Copeland, we'll be back after this. Sorry, Montreal fans. <laughs> I don't mean it. <laughs> My goodness, um, I almost didn't make it back to continue the show. I think you need a cleanup on aisle three over here with Alberga. <laughs> Dude, that could have been the pinnacle of my career. I've interviewed McDavid, which is the worst experience of my life. Crosby. Johnny T. Wayne Gretzky. JT. I covered Ooh. JT and Junior. Easy on Wayne. Easy. Wayne is the best. We love Wayne. So good. But yeah, Copeland's the man. Dude, man. that was sick. You're And you go back to wrestling. Yeah. Lifelong wrestling fan yeah. to get that guy. He's a Leafs fan, local boy can speak do an interview tons of personality and an honestly genuine good guy he's awesome and second third time we've had him on too yeah. so nice to do it in person well like you you played the sport obviously you played in the league you meet like i've met like the craziest people just like you know united by hockey <laughs> it's it's it, i mean you could probably list like who's the most famous person you've met for, from hockey i don't know it goes all over the place but like you're walking you're doing your stretches and carrie underwood cruises yeah. by you in nashville or I met her la or out having a drink and then cypress hill comes over and they're these they're they're talking hockey i'm like you know so more, cool. you know more than i do dude yeah, and these guys are like fuck. some guys that just hockey jumps up and grabs certain people and uh sometimes people you wouldn't expect but um you know it unites a lot of things and when you're in the mix like this you run into people and Mm -hmm. Make friendships with like, you know, Adam Copeland and some legends like that. It's pretty awesome. We're lucky. You know what unites me? Wendy's no. is bacon portobello mushroom milk. I could use that right now. It may not help you win a weekly prizes of Wendy's and daily face-off fantasy, but unlike your predictions, Rosie, never disappoint. So try your luck, but don't push it because the bacon portobello mushroom milk is only back for a limited time. Sign up for Daily Faceoff today, sponsored by Wendy's and the Wendy's app. As we look forward to the uh, the skills competition tonight, and uh, I believe Frank Saravalli is going to stop by, but he probably pulled like a uh, Adam Copeland. Although probably not. I don't want to sewer Frank. There's a lot happening. Like uh, Tyler Remchuk just walked into the room. I guess Todd McClellan was canned in L.A. just now. Sean like Monahan just been traded to the Winnipeg Jets. I know. Like what's going on? They're supposed to know. wait until the deadline to do this stuff so we can do shows around yeah. it. But uh, no, not surprising. I mean, L.A. was looking like a, a solid team and they just fell off the map kind of around the beginning of it was kind of on that uh, California swing that the Leafs did where, you know, we were pretty excited about a nice win about uh, against the, the Kings there, but they just slid and slid and slid and slid and now they cannon their big boy behind the bench and they're looking for they're looking for answers there i'm glad we're not that team right now uh well we were that team like two weeks ago <laughs> i think no, we had a couple of clips out there about uh sheldon keith but it seems like the leafs just don't make moves like that they they don't rush to decisions where teams sometimes have to make decisions well, if we were doing a show in that market, we would be talking about Kenny McClendon for a long time now. Yeah. So I know that we don't have the microscope on the LA Kings and it's like, oh, they just did this out of the blue, but it was probably was a long time coming. And if it was this market, you know, it would have been talked about for a long time until that hammer finally dropped on McClendon today. So, you know, they needed a change. It's the best way to make it, man. The, the coaches are the ones that often fall on the sword. Definitely. And uh, we'll be tracking that. Frank Saravalli is getting set up here in studio. We're going to have him on in mere moments. Um, and uh, I believe we're going to take a break. We'll keep going and we'll get Frank in here. Yeah. Um, what do you think is going to get that uh, skills thing? If you're betting, which we should. Yeah. I'm sure Batano's got it. Yeah. But uh, who do you get your money on? The overall, not just who's got the hardest shot, this guy. Who's the fastest skater? McDavid. Overall, on all the different ones, 
an athletic decathlon. <laughs> You're still still hammering this home. <laughs> it's eh? Billy Madison, an academic yeah, decathlon. Yeah. But uh, who's going to take the overall most skilled player in the league title in a million schmillion dollars? Well, it's likely the person who didn't get gooned the most last night. Yes. I think it's important to bring that up because I've seen some stuff behind the scenes and people get after it. So I like, don't know. Do these nerdy superstars get after it anymore? Or do they just tuck themselves in and <laughs> game all night? It's a good question. It's a good question. Hey, we got Frank Saravalli. Frank is like, hi. Your phone blowing up? So, uh, yes. Uh, sources, I don't know. Is mic on? <laughs> sources say the players did get after it last night. <laughs> See? <little> yeah. <laughs> good. good, good. Did Frank some, uh, so, get after some it? phones were being taped up at the entrance to a party or two. Nice. So, no Fo- photos. No photos. Phones being taped up. That's awesome. Old school. I like that. It'd be nice to get out there for those guys and just know that they're not on camera 24-7. Like, you talk about them. You know, some people are poo But come on. Who cares, really? Depends what you're doing. Well, yeah. If you're blowing lines off of a mirror, then I know <laughs> that's a totally different thing. And, and you yeah. know what? No one wants to see that photograph. But if you're having a casual cocktail... A hundred percent. What's but wrong with that? you also know the media these days. TMZ would jump on it if, uh, you know, McKinnon's dating this guy and some girl comes up to take a picture with him and his arm's a little too close around her. Oh, now his girlfriend's calling him that. It's like, can you just get the fucking cameras off of me? Can I just have a time out here? It'd be nice for them to go to a place where the cameras are taped up and they don't even have to worry about it. And then maybe they do blow a little I guess. Things. Well, <laughs> so yeah, that was a night. Like you, it. you see Buble last night? Mushrooms? It was on TMZ. Zoomies? Hey, thanks to Matt Larkin. I'm not yeah, sure that, that I'm not sure that, that gets out there if not for our, our intrepid daily face off reporter Matt Larkin on the scene asking questions of Buble. <laughs> um so big like question it. for you. Uh, what the fuck are we doing on March eighth? Good question. Uh, let's see how long the Calgary Flames hold on to Chris Tanev and or Noah Hannafin, and mm-hmm. then I'll be able to better answer that. But, yeah. I mean, look, a, a GM said this to me last week, and I think I said it on your show. If you take the if you took the three guys from the Flames out of the top five, what are we looking at here? <laughs> it's thin. It, it does. It get, well, you know what it does? I think it forces teams that are in contender mode to get smart try and pursue other players we've heard just in the last 24 hours names that really haven't been out there because they're not the traditional uh you know pending ufa rental type players hey let's go look at scott lawton from the flyers let's Mm -hmm. go look at uh boone jenner from the blue jackets pick a guy that has a little bit of term that is valuable to his team that they feel like hey you know what if i'm going to be giving up all this stuff i might as well get a guy that i have under contract for the next few years yeah does that ever happen where you know guys go kind of against the grain and call a GM and say, we're looking at this guy. And the GM's like, he wasn't even on my mind. Like, and then you start exploring other avenues or is it kind of like, depends if the offer is legitimate. Like if they, if it, you you don't just kind of mosey into a conversation and say, I kind of like this guy or like, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe what do you think about like, just say, no, Hey, I'm really interested in X and I'd be willing to pay a lot. And here's what I'm thinking. Then all of a sudden it kind of gets the wheels turning a little bit. Hmm. What do you think the average amount of conversations are between making a deal? Is it ever just a one-shot deal or is it humming and hawing, kicking tires? Two managers involved. (laughs) It depends how stubborn they are. Well, not even that. It's just some guys are able to, like, I know there was a trade last year that took, I think, two phone calls total. Really? And Mm. was done in an hour. Love it. And it was basically like, hey, I remember you called me a few years ago about this guy. I've told this story before. It was Philip Ronick. And the Canucks and Jim Rutherford had had made an inquiry previously. And Steve Eiserman called and said, this is how it was relayed to me. 
hey, uh, I remember that you asked me about Philip Hironic, and he said, well, if that's the case, are you still interested? And, and apparently Jim Rutherford obviously said yes. And he said, okay, here's what I'm looking for, X, Y, and Z. And if that's okay... I won't shop him around. Call me back and we'll do the deal. Jim said, give me 30 minutes. He met with his staff. Boom, done. Trade happened. Easy. It's like my wife in Mexico not bartering <laughs> with any of the people there. Just like, how much does that cost? Okay, nice and easy. Or I'm like, hold on a second here, fella. What are we going to do about this? And why don't you throw that in and doing a little wheeling and dealing, baby? Sounds like those two guys are straight to the point. I love it. I love it. And and Jim Rutherford, um, he's involved in everything. Like He probably single-handedly keeps you employed, right? <laughs> Not single-handedly. I mean, there are 31 others, but yes. It's pretty active, though, because so I'm trying to transfer this over to, like, the Brad Tree Living conversation. Uh, you know what they always say about him? He's active and he knows about everything. Is that true? Like, he's in everything? He, he's generally very aware, I would say, yes. Yeah. yeah. What, are you, what, what are you hearing on their front? Because obviously we've had this conversation the last couple of weeks, like... They're in a weird, precarious position, and it's like they don't know if they should go for it, just stand pat. What are you hearing on their front? Well, I think that's what they're sitting back and thinking, also examining the past few deadlines of, hey, we gave up a lot the last few years for some rentals that really haven't panned out. And then you start to look at your prospect cupboard and you say, well, if I'm going to be here for the next however many years, five years, eight years, Brad True Living was in Calgary for a while, I, I need to have a certain number of assets available to me. I, I don't have very much cap space, but a little bit now, thanks to John Klingberg. The defense is obviously really thin, and we've talked about that for a long time. You know, you, you look at that situation, you say, well, is this the year to load up? I think it's a fair question and a proper existential question to ask. But my response to that would be, are you really going to let a 70-goal season from Austin Matthews slip away? Are you really going to pay all these guys this much money to just sit tight? And maybe that's the play, because I've argued before that, you know what? Sometimes it's the small move. It's the curated selection, the guy for a second round pick that ultimately ends up making the biggest difference. Go through mm -hmm. the last number of Stanley Cup winners. It's not always trading a first rounder that True. gets you there. And so if you believe in your team, which I guess basically the sense we're getting is that maybe they don't <laughs> and fair, fair questions to ask. It's just that I have a hard time doing that with this core. It is tough, the situation they're in with these four guys. Got to make hay while the sun shines, yet how do we accomplish that? Cap implications, what's out there for defense? Say say a deal gets done tomorrow for Tanev. We got to shore up our blue line at the deadline. Who, who Then who's next in line? Like, uh, like uh, The names aren't, aren't world beaters that you could get your hands on, and how much yeah. is too much? What do you give up for him? To be fair, is Tanev a world beater? No, no. he's not. No. And, and I, I just view Tanev as more in the same line of go through some of the other – and I know it's a different regime, but whether it's Giordano or – Muzzin or Brody or like you, you're getting guys that are in their mid 30s that are just on the wrong end of the, the slope yeah. like they're they're going down mm -hmm. and that's a tough thing age chart wise to really you know you're not asking for forever you're only asking for a few months but considering the price that you pay it might be pretty significant do you think anyone on the current roster could be involved and who do you think that could be who could be thrown in maybe someone that would surprise people that, hey, you're going to throw this guy in, someone might need him, or is it kind of the way it looks? Well, I think that's the other tough part about this is then, okay, so you pluck off a piece here, then you're trying to you know fill that spot. And mm -hmm. then like you go, you what you do sure. is you end up going about creating more holes that way, mm -hmm. unless you have a, an authentic hockey trade, which like 
I hate the term because all trades are hockey trades. True. But unless you have an old school, hey, we think this guy's a better fit than what we have, I, I just don't see that materializing for mm-hmm. the Leafs right now. So two teams that I think sort of make sense. Philadelphia, you mentioned Scott Lawton. He went to my high school, actually, in Oakville. Um, I know so, lots of so, good. So Philadelphia. He's good dude. Columbus as well. Like, are, are those ideal sort of trade partners if the Leafs are looking? There are some defensemen. I know they've been looking at Walker, Sealer, guys like that. Are, are they ideal? Like, what would they, would that make, is that where we should be looking from a Leafs perspective? Because I, I think you're so right. Like, who who's out there? You know? I think you start looking under mattresses <laughs> in between couch cushions. I think you, that, that'll get it done, eh? We just talked about this market and how it's not great and how. There's a bunch of players available, but there's probably a pretty good reason why most of them are, right? All of the really good players are locked up for term. Yeah. And there's rare exceptions. Lindholm's a really good one. But those go for an arm and a leg comparatively to probably what the Leafs have a stomach to spend right now. And that's that's sort of their the world they're they're living in. You notice a trend of the deals getting done before the deadline? Like, I remember the trade deadline, I think last year was a little thin, too. You're looking around going, well, geez, look what they've already done. You're obviously centered around shows like that. Are you noticing a trend where people are pulling the trigger early and earlier and not waiting? I think this is pretty standard. I mean, yeah. Yeah. over All-Star, I would say that part is a bit of a surprise. It typically doesn't happen. But you're also giving managers, you know, a five-day bye week in between where True. hey well, I don't have to be at the rink I, I don't have to be watching a game I don't have to be traveling I've got some time to sit with my staff in an office make calls and make things happen so nice. that part has but it, it's probably pretty typical between December January and February you know we're now two days into February you're usually looking at a small handful of deals three or four so somewhat standard we're uh, we're seeing the dominoes fall so you mentioned Lindholm goes to Vancouver Sean Monaghan like an hour ago goes to Winnipeg um, Adam Enrique my boy well, what, what is he the next domino to fall? Like the New York Rangers would make sense. Like, where do you think he's headed? I would think that the Lindholm deal snapped everyone to attention, basically saying, hey, if you're in the market for a yeah. center, you're now down to two uh, impact options. And now that Monaghan's gone hmm. and when you considered, I think, the list of teams that, you know, probably would have been in the mix, you're 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 now it, the the pool has been narrowed, right? Because two teams are out. But. You're, it's the last guy left unless you're dealing with someone with term. And maybe that's, as yeah. we just said, maybe that's the play. Creativity, right? All right, let's leave it at that. Uh, we know what's coming up on DFO Live. Todd McClellan, oh. Sean Monahan, a lot of the same stuff we just talked about from a league-wide perspective. And we'll have on uh, Matt Larkin, Great. Who, who made things happen with <laughs> uh, with Michael Bublé last Story night breaker. and Stephen Ellis. So we got lots to tackle. And, and by the way, some other big league news coming today with huh. the uh, 2025 Four Nations tournament as well as 2026 and 2030 Olympic hockey announcement. Was that spoiled, by the way, by the IIHF? Did they put out a tweet and then deleted it, I saw? I think that's happened before. Yeah. Is it out there now, though? It, yeah, I mean... It, Batman's talking today, right? Yeah, that was... But once once they sent out a thing saying yeah, that you're done. Gary you're Bettman and Marty Walsh are talking together, yeah. I mean, a pretty good you know, indication sense. of what's coming. Nobody owns news, Who Nick. owns the Chiefs? Who owns the <laughs> news? pretty good. Well, Frank, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm thankful you, you came on after my display in Alberta, and I, I thought you disowned me as a team member, so... I, I would never do that. No. I'm a true team player, and... 
I got a little excited in the third game. Dude, you're awesome. <laughs> well, well, like next year, Frankie's getting brought. fucking C. That's what he's getting. Uh, Frank, thanks so much for this. We're going to take a break. And after this, we're going to wrap things up here. Love it. Frank Saravalli can't be beat, man. It's so great to have a team like that. We've got to put the C on him next year, too. It is nice, yeah. man. He's yeah. uh, It's nice to have a guy in the know. I'm not exactly oh, it's, always it's, in the know. So having Frank there is a nice little comfort blanket for it's me. funny because so uh, Wednesday night excuse me we had that team dinner and watching Frank fucking snap it around on the phone as Lindholm got traded it was crazy man like everybody's like zooming in I felt bad for Frank everybody's zooming in oh Frank's breaking a trade but it's really cool to see an insider work behind the scenes like always texting it's crazy yeah phone starts blowing yeah. up you're like eh, I wonder what's going on and then your Twitter <laughs> goes ring, ring. this happened it's cool to see yeah definitely to see the behind the scenes the guy working the phones and seeing how the information flows I still yeah. don't get it I still don't get how no no. Who does he call? Who who tells him? Who dishes him? You know, it's those insiders are always interesting and they never reveal their secrets. No. And it's a different era because, as you know, uh, I've got a buddy in Anaheim. He's going to go in the next couple weeks here. And I'm like, dude, let me know like when it happens. But like he's not going to know first. Like dude. a lot of these guys find out on Twitter. There is an embarrassing amount of stories of yeah. guys getting the information in odd ways and it makes you wonder like and I get things are busy things are happening but how does your GM not throw you a phone call that lasts 20 seconds before it starts blowing up all over Twitter and stuff because it's a huge deal to get traded guys have families and stuff I remember I was on a golf course once and I had got traded my brother and dad are texting me like these headline things and my trade is no world beating news by any stretch and I'm like could I not get a phone call, and I thought it was like April Fools or what something. What was the I'm return like, this in the trade? Sense Harry Zollner, Chuck. Oh yeah, I remember him. Yeah, world beater, one world for one, or blockbuster, what? blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, Paul Holmgren calls me right afterwards, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is happening!" But uh, no, I always shake my head when I hear guys get the news at dinner with their wife or something, and some random event or person tells them, or some Twitter or online or something. I'm like, "How does your GM not give you a call before that gets out there?" Yeah, it really is a, a different time, obviously, with social media. We talked about that a bit with Frank Saravalli. I just want to take a couple minutes to thank everybody here on location. Killed it. Uh, we just showed up on the casting couch and did a tremendous job. So Yeah, well, the job was done. All the work was done before we got here. So thanks yeah, to everyone at Nation. It's uh, pretty badass what they do out there. It, it was just pretty unique to like see you in person. I can like... I'm so close to you. Like you're, you're always. I'm always shocked by how tall you are every time. Everybody always says that. Yeah. You just, I told you last year I bumped into somebody who watched the show. No, the Halloween party. I was at a Halloween party yeah. at the Bret Hart costume. Yeah, that's a good. And problem. this guy and his girlfriend came out to me, and they're like, "Are you so and so?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I work with Jay Rosal, the former Toronto Maple Leaf." And they're like, "Yeah, we watch your shit." Didn't realize you're a big dude. I'm like, "Yeah, I'll fucking throw you." Yeah, like, well, yeah. I guess the everyone, whole conversation. Everyone just assumes you're a squeaky little weasel and is surprised. Why do I look like a do I, do I look like a nerd or what? Like I, I really why is it short people nerds or what? No. I don't know. They're just different. I just don't look like you're that tall, but you get to your, I think you're taller than I am. Because I get this a lot. I had somebody come up to me last night, uh, watches the NHL Fantasy on Ice podcast with the NHL and big fan. He's like, I didn't realize like, yeah, I'm I'm fucking buzzing, man. Okay. Whatever you say, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This has been a blast, man. I I look forward to doing more with you. Uh, You're just coming out of your shell the last couple of shows. So really? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. My voice isn't as raspy. I got in trouble having a raspy <laughs> voice yesterday. Hey, well. we got to keep you on a leash on these trips. I don't blame anybody for, for holding you accountable. We talk about accountability a lot. I need some accountability <laughs> in my life. Um, at the Least Nation 401, again, can't thank everybody enough. Uh, Seagram's VO Whiskey Studio. 
Seacombs, you know, there it is right there. Taking on the a screen. couple of those home with me. Just uh, no, you're not. Oh. This is uh, for show oh, only. So uh, appreciate everybody in the chat at the Least Nation 401 once again. We'll be back on Monday as we preview the Leafs and the New York Islanders. So we'll talk then. Take care. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 